Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning the last Aliyah in Parshas Toldos, Shvi'i of Toldos. The topic is Yaakov's dual mission. Our Aliyah is only five psukim long, running from Perak Chovches, Posok Hey to Tess. Let's take a look at a brief summary and then we'll think about some points to ponder. We're told that Yitzhak sends Yaakov, his son, to Padan, to Padan Aram to go to Lavon, the child, son of, of Besuel, to, uh, to go and find a wife. Yet Esau witnesses this, that he is sent to go and find a, a wife over there, and that, a, that Esau sees that Yaakov is blessed when, do, when going there. Um, and uh, Yaakov goes and listens to his father, he goes off to Padan Aram, and so Esau in the meantime go, uh, sees that his father doesn't like the daughters of Canaan, and he goes off to the house of Yishmael and marries Machalas, the daughter of Yishmael, the sister of Nevayot, um, in addition to his wives to be his wife. So a few basic points over here is, first of all, why is it that Yaakov is going to Padan Aram? So Beis Alevi points out a very beautiful idea of Soloveitchik. So he um, says that, the, the, that there are two reasons for traveling from point A to point B. One is to get to point B, but the other is to move away from point A. So you could see a person walking between point A and point B and not necessarily know if they are going from or going to. Rivka asked Yaakov to run away, to escape for his life. Yitzhak wanted him to go to Padanaram to find a wife there, which means to say that essentially there were two missions which were, in, which were rested upon, re- resting upon the shoulders of Yaakov as he made his journey to Padanaram. When it says in the Pasuk in the Zaliyah, Yaakov el aviv it means to say he listened to both his mother and his, his father and his mother, his father to go and his mother to leave. And that's why in the, next, the beginning of the next parasha we hear both those missions expressed, Vayetze Yaakov mi Beersheva, Vayelech Harana. He left Be'er Sheva, and he went to Haran. And that is an expression of what's an aralia of listening both to his father and his mother, both going and leaving at the same time. Now, why was Yaakov not sent with an entourage of gifts? Remember when, when Eliezer, the servant of Avram, is sent to go find a wife, he comes with ten camels, the whole business, called Tuvadonov Yadada, all the great goodness of his master in his hands. So what about Yaakov? Where's the entourage? In fact, we see Yaakov arrives and has to work to, to marry his wife. What, so what, what happened over here? Rav Hirsch points out that this is to demonstrate the, the motivating factor to get the Bechora and the Baracha, the firstborn right and the blessing, was not physical success. In fact, when Yaakov left, Esav could have take, looked at the, at, at the inventory, he could have looked at the, the assets of his father and found not a pin missing, because that was not the point. This shows the integrity of why it was that Rivka and Yaakov had to go through this as well. Now, why is Esav marrying into the family of Yishma at this point? So, Rasulavetchik points out, which is, should be an obvious point, that he saw the bracha of Abraham seems to be dependent on not marrying a Canaanite. So, as the Psukim say, that the, if you look at the Psukim very carefully, it says, um, He blessed him and he sent him off. So, the two are interdependent, if that's the case. He says, let me try to replicate this. Now, What's interesting over here, as all Mephoshim point out, the Malbim says pretty explicitly, is that he was not fixing the situation, he was simply adding to it. He did not divorce his Chittite wife, the wives, his two previous wives who were the problem, he simply added on an extra wife as well. Dorachim suggests that maybe he thought that the Brachos could at least uh, uh, perhaps prevail upon his children, even if he himself wasn't worthy because he still had these wives, but in the end he was wrong. And which leads Rav Hirsch to make the point that ultimately, in the end of the day, this is the vindication of Rivka's argument. This man is not worthy of continuing the legacy of Abraham. He's a person who doesn't understand the sensitivities of Yitzhak and of Abraham, which is clearly why it is that he won't get rid of the problems. He'll simply try to add a band-aid. He'll add a little bit of a, he'll uh, well, find another 
another wife and maybe they'll make her better. To me, it is an interesting observation that this end of the parasha, in a certain sense, is the merging of the rejected. That means to say that both Esav and, Yish- and Yishmael are people who have been rejected from the Abrahamic dynasty by the matriarch of the family. Yishmael was kicked out by Sarah and Esav Re- Re- was rejected by Rivka. The two merging together in a certain sense is this final realization, or almost this metaphoric realization of them not being part of the Abrahamic chain, they're being on the outside, which now allows us to start the next parasha, which is really, really primarily just about the journey of Yaakov. With this, we conclude the parasha. Have a wonderful, meaningful day, and a fabulous Shabbos.